Hey, what's up? It's Alex Wolf, and you're listening to No Pressure, hosted by Anthony Frazier. Make sure to subscribe. Welcome back to another episode of No Pressure. I'm glad you guys came here, especially the week without, you know, the week before Christmas. I'm excited. Hopefully today is a gift to you just as much as it is to me to have you here. Um, Shout out to all the people who from last week entered into, you know, my little mini contest to win a free copy of my audio book. Now, if you still want to win a free copy of my audio book, I have 10 left. I have 10 free codes left. So just hit the reply button to this email if that's something that you're interested in and I'll send you a free copy. Remember, I only have 10 copies left. Um, so, you know, hurry up. Uh, today is interesting. Today is all about team building. Like, who do you want on your squad? Who do you want next to you when you're building the next big, great thing? That's something I think I've always struggled with. You know, I've been blessed to have some amazing people around me, but I made a a lot of mistakes as well. You know, people who I don't necessarily deal with anymore Um, and people that I have worked with who are great and amazing. I do everything to keep them around me. And so uh, but to build a great team, especially when you've um, you're trying to, you know, build a multimillion dollar company, um, it's so important to know who you're dealing with, know who's standing on the side with you, you know, and I'll take it even back to Proverbs in the Bible, Proverbs 27, verse 17, which says iron sharpens iron and one person sharpens another. You've heard this before. Even if you don't read the Bible, you've heard iron sharpens iron before. And it's true. What does the iron on your team look like? Do you even have iron on your team? Look around. Do a deep analysis. This is something that I think people don't talk about as much. You know, we can't go hiring our friends all the time. And if we do hire our friends, we need to make sure that our friends are well equipped. And speaking of friendships and people hiring, I think a lot about that relationship that Maverick Carter, who's LeBron James business partner, and they knew each other since high school, maybe before then. I'm not too sure about the when. But they've known each other since they were kids. And basically, you know, they are still business partners till this day. How did that dynamic work out? I always wondered that, you know, I've always uh, had that in the back of my head. And then one day, you know, um, I was privileged enough, thanks to Rakia Reynolds, to help produce a podcast pilot where Maverick Carter was the guest. Um, So it was for a podcast called Fan of Your Brand. Yeah, we, we, we were lucky enough to get you know, Maverick Carter and he dropped a lot of gems. So I'm going to leave a link to that particular interview in the, um, in the, in the show notes, in the email. Um, so you can hear the entire interview, but there's a little small segment that I'm going to play, which he talks about how he built his team and what he looks for when he builds his team. And you, and you, and when you listen to this, you'll see how LeBron James was able to build a good team off the court just as much as he was able to build one on the court. 
uh, there's a few things to unpack. So I'm going to play the clip. It's a very short clip. It's a Maverick Carter talking about what he looks for when he's building his team, who he looks for on his team. And then we're going to unpack that. And then I hope that there are lessons in this for you to take away on when you're thinking about refining your team and building your team as well. So take a listen and then we're going to unpack a little bit of it afterwards. I think team, most importantly, is about egoless behavior. So picking people who are about what's right and not what about who's right. So we always say it's about what's right. It's not about who's right. I might have the right answer. Someone else may have the right answer. So it's really about finding people who are obviously talented, mm-hmm. obviously smart, and obviously great at what they do. And and chasing great. So we always believe in you chase great. We always look for what's the great idea, what's the great thing, and let the economics follow it. Create something great, go for the great idea, bring in great people, and let the economics follow. But when you're putting together a team, the most important thing is someone who knows their specific field and their egoless and and what that really comes down to is someone who'll stay in their specific lane. Now obviously, you know. For me to say that, right, I started off as a as a working at Nike and then became a manager and now working in TV in the content space. So I've expanded what I do, but at the right time, you can't, you know, when you're on a team, if you're hired to do this job, but you're always peeking over at what the other person is doing and like, wow, I want that job or could be doing that better, then you you shouldn't be a member of our team. We want people without ego who are there and dedicated to doing their job. I told y'all this man was dropping gems, man. I have about four key points from this small segment, just this small segment alone that I think is really important. Number one, egoless behavior. (laughs) Egoless behavior. Like, this is so key. I always tell people on my team, because we we run a creative business. Like, we're making podcasts for for large companies, for small companies, for creators. And so there's a lot of ideas being thrown around. And I always tell people, I say, when they first join me, I say, listen, nobody here has an ego. Meaning like, yo, you know how many times my idea, I'm the CEO. You know how many times I've come up with a terrible idea? And how many times people on my team have told me I had a terrible idea. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to get offended. I'm not going to get mad and angry. That's the nature of the business, you know? And so you have to kind of be in that same boat where like, listen, you need, not only do you need to be egoless, but the people on your team need to be able to accept criticism without feeling offended. You know what I'm saying? And so we live right now in a very interesting age where people get offended very easily. And so you just got to make sure that you're able to give criticism without being an asshole. Like, so just don't be an asshole, give criticism, but also just make sure the people that you're dealing with are people who won't take everything to heart and they take that criticism and they build upon it and they don't have the ego. Like, Ryan Holiday wrote a whole book on this called Ego is the Enemy. I suggest everyone go check it out because ego, if ego is the enemy, you don't need the enemy on your team. I'm sorry. Um, The second point that Maverick um, pointed out was that he wants people to be great. 
He wants people who are looking to do more, to be out there with some kind of purpose, you know? And so I think that goes without saying. That's a very obvious trait in someone you want on your team. You want someone who's thinking larger, who has a, a goal, who has a, a a mission. You know, they're going to play their part now, but they they want to be much larger down the road. I want to deal with people like that. I don't want to work with anybody who just okay with just being a robot and just, you know, doing some data entry or something like that. That's not what I'm what I'm interested in. I'm interested in people who want to take it to the very next level. But with that being said, and this is a gym. This is a gym. You want people who know how to play their part. And I think that's where when I talked about last week, knowing how to be patient, um, but acting with urgency. I think that's so key, like, because even though I want you to be great, even though I want you to do great things and I want you to take it very far in life, I also want you to play your position. I don't want you to get too ambitious where, you know, now you're not doing the job that I hired you for. Now you're looking at what Susie and Bob is doing when you should be doing your job, you know? So I think that's key. And then the last point, um, and I'll let you guys get up out of here. The last point I want to make is that he dropped the gym here. He said, do great work and let the economics follow. That's be, that, I'm going to be honest. That goes beyond teamwork. <laughs> like that's a gym that like, yeah, you want people who, who do great work and worry about the money later. Yes. But that's such a gym in life right now, because as creators and I'm, a hundred percent sure you're a creative. You're listening to this as creators. Like sometimes we worry about the money too much. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes we worry about the money a little too much. Like, you know, we're not focusing on making something truly great. And I understand it. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I don't understand. Like you're worried. You're worried as a creator that you want to make money. You want to make a living doing this stuff. Um, but you don't want that to get in the way of making really great work either. You know, um, I'll give you a good example through her eyes. You know, this was a podcast where um, I was really passionate about the subject. You know, we're helping mothers who lost sons to gun violence. And in my mind, in the beginning, I was always like, how am I going to make money off this? Like, how are we going to be able to pay for this? And it was just always a struggle to think about that. But I just started killing that noise, you know, and started in my head and just started thinking strictly on like, you know what? Forget all of that. Let me do great work. Let me just approach this project and make sure it's the most amazing thing to the people. It's supposed to be the most amazing thing, too. And that's the mothers who we interview. And now the economics has followed. Now we're getting, you know, hit up by different sponsors. Now we're getting hit up by different people who want to fund the second season, who want to, you know, throw a lot of weight behind this. Now we're getting all of those things that we were looking for in the beginning. Yeah, it took a little bit of patience, but now we're getting it. And so and I think we're only getting it because we put forth that great work. We put forth that mindset where. Yo, let's just do great work and worry about the economics later. That's such a gem from Maverick. Thank you, Maverick. I appreciate you dropping these gems on fan of your brand. Listen, if you enjoyed this episode, I just want you to do one thing and one thing only. Share with a friend. Share with your girlfriend. 
share with your boyfriend, share with your cousin, you know, your fellow creators, your co-founders. Um, you know, we're growing this army up slowly and I, and I appreciate you even for tuning in and listening. And once again, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, be safe you know drink responsibly <laughs> i always get tongue twisted when i say that drink will drink responsibly did i say that right <laughs> um and have fun and, and 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 celebrate each other that's what we need we need to celebrate each other more peace